Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Spin the Rally Pod. My name is Colin Clark, and joining me today is, as always, our senior staff writer, David Evans. A very good day to you, David. Good day, Colin. And we have a very special guest, because we have some very special news to discuss. Andrea Adamo, championship-winning boss of Hyundai. A good day to you, Andrea. Always a delight to have you on our podcast. Thank you. Good morning and good day to everyone. Sorry if I'm back again, but, uh, you know, time to time... uh, I have now, as a retired man, time to discuss more than in the past. You should never apologize for appearing on our podcast. We are honored, as always, to have you. But David, uh, really, I suppose the main reason for this extra podcast this week is the fantastic news that has broken about the collaboration, the partnership between Dirtfish and EWRC results. Great news, I think, for everyone, for all rally fans around the world. It has to be, doesn't it? I think we were all absolutely stunned in back in February uh, when when the news came that EWRC had been taken down just before Rally Sweden. Um, it's it's such a huge part of our daily lives, and for 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 us three here working in the sport, it's massive. Um, but also for fans around the world, we we talk to fans on a daily basis, and th- the number of messages I got within hour within an hour um, of of Thomas. Taking the Thomas obviously the site owner of EWRC taking it down, it was it was incredible to to see the impact that one website can can have. Um, so again, within the hour, or actually within I think about three or four minutes, I had a a, a message from one person who who might actually be in this room with yeah. us, and it was quite it was quite it was a one word message, quite a descriptive message. Uh, that, that conveyed the urgency of, of, of needing to do something. Yeah, Andrea, obviously it was you that sent David that text message. We can't say what it said, but it was quite sure. <laughs> quite a rude word. I think we can imagine what it said. It, it, you know, it was a shock to everyone because, as David said, so many of us, uh, whether we're involved professionally in motorsport or whether we're, we're fans of motorsports, so many of us rely on EWRC. Um, tell us about that conversation you had with David then in the hours after that announcement was made. Well, let me spend a few more words, if you don't mind, uh, with my usual bad English. Uh, it was a quite a strange period of my life, and, uh, you know, being at home, having not the, really a uh, possibility to walk away, walk around, stay around, I was... Um, spending quite time on my laptop uh, working, chasing and also um, fixing stuff that I had uh, uh, on my record for many years and uh, <clears throat> I I discovered that uh, the website was, uh, let me say, stop working and I jumped on my chair and uh, uh, some glimpse 
of, uh, how could I say, uh, fast reaction that you have in your DNA uh, was there. And I was thinking, first of all, how we should uh, help them. But uh, uh, let, let me say, in life uh, is uh, typical that many people write on social media these days, uh, Ah, oh, we should do something, we should stand up uh, for this, we should uh, collect uh, something for that. Uh, everyone is supporting each other on a website on Facebook. People think that writing a nice message on Facebook, for example, or Instagram save the world. But I tell you a secret, words have never done nothing. They are kind, they can give you something, but uh, the things are going ahead with facts. And the first thing that I told David uh, was, uh, beep! We have to do we have to do something, and uh, so I tried to do something, not to write nice messages. And uh, the first thing that I did is was to find a way to contact Thomas, and I write uh, to him an email that was uh, not uh, with uh, I think empty words of support and things like this, but uh, a clear fact. And uh, things were started uh, from there because. Uh, I think Thomas is one of the person who has more passion about rally that I ever met. I think, if possible, more than me. He knows everything, and uh, his background uh, speaks for himself because he has another job, but he's spending his life uh, trying to uh, have everyone information about what's going on in rally. You know, and. Uh, you know, many people have passion, but uh, they are doing job out of it. He has another job, and he's really, really, really uh, someone who emotional me because he's spending uh, his time to let people know what is going on, and uh, he deserves all the support that we were able to bring. And so, from uh, one step to another, uh, we arrived to to this. I did nothing more than put people together, put the mind together, and try to put the things credible. No, but uh, stop. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. So I've just got to jump in here. I've listened to all of that. It's all very laudable. It's all very true. But actually, he's missed out a huge section where I said, let's just get on a Zoom call. That's a good idea. Let's, and, and Andrea was like, no, we're not doing that. That's what everybody else might suggest. It's the next step from an email. Just, just essentially just, just do what you, what's easy for you. More words, isn't it, really? More, <laughs> it's just more words. So out of nowhere, the two of us were booked on a flight to go to Prague. Uh, which meant I couldn't go to Rally Sweden, but it was actually far more important. And this was exactly, you know, this is cuts to the heart of the way that Andrea does things. You know, words are pretty much yeah. empty. So if you mean it, get on a plane and go there. And that's what we did. And sorry. I think, I think, I think, I think sorry. I, but it's fair to say, isn't it, that you know, a lot of people expressed words. A lot it of is the same thing between saying to someone, I love you, or by message, or go to the door, knock the door and say to face to face I love you with a bunch of glasses and a bottle of champagne <laughs> so <laughs> is that is that what's coming next we go now and see Thomas with a bunch of roses <laughs> we love you Thomas yeah, yeah, we, we do absolutely um, but it's fair to say isn't it gentlemen that uh, as Andrea said a lot of people said some very encouraging words there was a lot of interest a lot of people did genuinely I believe want to help Thomas out and Thomas perhaps EWRC they had a choice of where they went and who they partnered with, but they chose Dirtfish. But I, th I think what surprised me, and talking to Thomas afterwards, is the number of messages that he got saying Dirtfish is, mm. is you know, because there is, there's a, I hate to use the word synergy because, it, you know, it seems quite inappropriate for, for two quite 
Renegade, would you say Renegade? Is it almost, you know, we are not... Ren- that's only, you can, you can call me <laughs> Renegade. <laughs> we're not anti-establishment, but, you know... Maybe Andrea occasionally Renegade. Neither EWRC nor Dirtfish. Okay, Dirtfish, of course, we're, we're aligned with, with a ARA. But we are independent sites. Um, and I think that's people could see that synergy between the two of us. Um, and it, it made sense. It made a great deal of sense. Um, to go there and th- there was a part you, you might remember at the time so already I'd missed Rally Sweden because it was impossible to get to Prague from Umia um, on, on the I think we were meeting on a Sunday night we met on Sunday night and then we had a day long meeting with Thomas on the Monday um, so already I was thinking ooh is that a bad omen it's my favourite rally of the year actually yeah, cold he got to put his jumpers and his coat on I mean that was joint, you know. it's actually joint second favourite or joint first favourite with, with New Zealand and Japan of course uh, but so I was thinking oh god bad omen bad omen and then the morning that I got up I was, I was flying out on Sunday afternoon actually because I was then going to meet somebody else in Prague and do some other stuff BA cancelled the flight at four o'clock in the morning and I was like oh that's really this is not good yeah. So then I invented... Was your lovely wife sorted out, <laughs> I have to say. At four o'clock in the morning, she, Sandra booked me on a flight through Zurich to go. But we got there, uh, and Andrea and I had sat in the bar Sunday night, and it was just, it all made sense. Yeah. There was so much that we could do with both sites. And then when, when Thomas came, you know, we'd never met Thomas before um, and didn't know what to expect. And this guy came in, and it was just brilliant because he was just like us, mm. fundamentally he loves rallying, yeah. uh, and that's and that's where you know there's an awful lot of commercial interest in in this partnership, and that's great. But fundamentally, the actual bedrock of this thing is three bobble hatters sitting around a table in Prague. Rally fans, yes, yeah, rally fans. It's, 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 and 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 you would you're quite right. I've been spending the last five minutes thinking about your word synergy. Renegades isn't quite the right word. <laughs> it's but, not but, no, it's no, synergy and and your independence and you're the voice of rally fans because you know it's. EWRC is very much there to service rally fans. It does a great job for drivers, for co-drivers, for manufacturers. There's a commercial side to it there. But fundamentally, it is there for rally fans who love... Rallying is all about facts, figures, stats, knowledge, and you get all of that, don't you? So, and, it, and we're the same. And it, it also great t- synergy. It, it, it teaches you a huge amount as well about, about people because I phoned Steve Rimmer, our owner, Dirtfish owner, and said to Steve... <gasps> This is that you're never going to guess. And he was like, I know. And because Steve, you know, is the, the busiest man in the world. But he was, yeah. he is such a rally fan that he knew that EWRC had gone down because probably that he checked that morning what had been happening. And But the, the great thing about EWRC is just that everyone uses it. Every single championship that it covers. And they had a weekend, I think, maybe a month or so ago, where they had something like 40 rallies they were covering, 36 or 37 rallies. Um... You know, the go-to site, it's not the championship site, it's not the rally site, it is always EWRC. And I have to say, in Sweden, in Sweden, you know, we, we, we all just assume there are certain aspects of our job, there are certain things we can call upon. When it wasn't there, I mean, discombobulated isn't the word. I, I was lost. That's a good word, though. It's a great word, it's a great <laughs> word, but I was lost without it. And, and you know, it is something that... that Andrea, you've been in a position where clearly you're at the very top of this sport. You know, it is, it's rally fans to drivers to team bosses that rely on that site. It's quite a remarkable position that they've achieved. I have to say that um, it's one of the best ones. And I was surprised that uh, at the end, uh, a poor Italian 
retired <laughs> and an English guy flew from uh, across Europe, as we just heard, were the first one really put things on the table. Because I think that uh, someone like uh, Thomas should have been protected by maybe the promoter or the federation, because uh, the amount of data that uh, they had, uh, they have, it's a uh, huge. And I have to say that uh, I also wish to add something. I am happy that uh, I see passionate people go ahead together and find a deal, because this is not something to uh, stop uh, people to have access to these things, but uh, to be sure that uh, all the job done in these years will go ahead. If I permit myself to say, we see some uh, media group having more and more magazines together, so we have the feeling that the communication now is managed by some political direction. This is the opposite. This is uh, an operation done to have uh, freedom around, to have more and more possibility to have the fun involved, to avoid really that we have a driven communication. This adds freedom to the communication. This is something that uh, is important to share as a message, I think, you know, because uh, uh, many people speak about freedom, but uh, this is freedom. It really is. And David, that's a very good point to move on, perhaps, to some of the plans for the future for Dirtfish and EWRC. Now, you know, it was almost universally well-received, the news, when it came out. One or two people saying, oh, goodness me, what does this mean? Does it mean maybe it's going to go behind the paywall EWRC? Just fill us in on what the, the plans are for the future and how, how we might all benefit from the partnership. As far as we can see, nothing changes. We, we, we discussed um, the potential for... Do we make it dirtfish results? Do we convert things? And, and no, of course we don't. You know, EWRC results is such a strong brand. It stays as it is. The domain name, Thomas was very clear from the outset, the domain name doesn't change. Uh, and it can't. Why would it? Uh, you know, they, they, they have such a, a massive viewer base, if you like, or, or, or user base. Um, so no, nothing changes. I think... You know, what we're still trying to do now, it took a few months to get the deal together, and it's, it's, it, it is complicated um, trying to work with, with, obviously we're an American company with a, a, a European company. It took a while, but we're, we're there now. Um, but we're still discovering, you know, on a sort of weekly basis, more and more. You know, there's so many layers to EWRC and so much potential moving forward in the future. Um, that's the thing. In the last couple of years, we all, we all saw the crowdfunding that Thomas had to go through with EWRC to keep the thing running. Um, that has to stop. We, we had to provide a stable base and a firm future for the, for the website. We've done that. And now it's just about the really exciting stuff of what we can do. We will um, look to integrate some of the results into Dirtfish. We've got areas on the site where we can bring them in. It's incredibly complicated. I, we had many, many meetings where I just sat there and said, just do it. Just, <laughs> it's one of those link things. Just, just make it happen. Apparently, it's not, it's not quite so straightforward. There's this thing called coding, which is all sounds terribly complicated. So, I, yeah, I was soon shouted down. We have got huge plans. Uh, you know, there will be representation from, on both sides uh, on EWRC with Dirtfish and, and vice versa. Um, what we could do with, with EWRC is probably a bit more limited because it's so specifically results. Uh, but we'd love to try and bring in some news on there. We're not going to change anything. No. You know, why, why would you? You know, it is a fabulous wheel that does not need reinventing. And, and as you rightly say, you know, 
the the premise for the deal is to secure the future of EWRC. Yeah. You know, so if anything, you know, any changes that do occur, and they won't occur on EWRC, but it will be, you know, as we discover, as you say, the complexities, the different layers, it'll be extra services, if you like, that we can offer to the rally fan. It'll be more news, it'll be more information. I, I, honestly, more... Cole, the one thing that coming out of this... The one person that is going to benefit massively is the rally yeah. fan. And you that's know, a great thing, isn't it, Andrea? It's, it's, it's benefiting the rally fan and, as you say, keeping open those independent lines of communication. That is, and um, rally fans, but uh, we cannot forget that, that this uh, site is used a lot by people making business out of uh, rallies because uh, the amount of information that you can get is huge. So. Uh, we cannot deny that some manufacturers uh, are cooperating with Thomas. We cannot deny that many people making uh, business, and my recent experience is another example, are uh, using this site with all the huge archives about the cars, the owner of the cars, the story of the cars. And I think it's also nice, maybe I'm still a retired man, but to make uh, stories about the, the career of many cars, uh, where they started from, where they are now. I think it's a huge thing that... Uh, of course, um, I don't know percentages, Thomas can say. Uh, the main use of this website is about uh, results of rallies around the world, but uh, I'm seeing so many people seeing a car and immediately link on the site and check the history of the car, the this and that. So, amazing. Wait, just, just, just to say, Andrea is exactly right. All of the car details, one of the things that we are going to do every week is is a, a a story based around stats that we find in EWRC. We'd love to do more of them. And, you know, there are, I can't remember, I told you how many entries. Have a look on the bottom of the website. Oh. There are a gazillion entries. Many, <laughs> many, 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 many entries. Many. And, and we did L555BAT, obviously the, the, the car that, yes, that Subaru, that ProDrive built. We will every week. We're going to take some statistics and write stories okay. because this is the, this was for me one of the really interesting aspects. There's all this data there, and our stories come from yeah. that data. Uh, yeah. And there's so many uncharted stories. When but, when our owner Steve Steve Rimmer bought the Audi Quattro last year, we went back and we ch traced the chassis number. We found out that Hanu Mikula used the car in '85 to win the Manta 200 Rally. Yeah, it, it's all there. Yeah, and and you know honestly. To just whiz back to the top of the uh, of the podcast, I would spend probably an hour, almost an hour a day on EWRC, yeah. just researching stuff for stories because you get in there and then you think, I'll just check how many stages he won on this rally in 1977. Oh my goodness, there's so much more. And then you go into another rally and another rally and another rally. And suddenly the time has flown by. It's, you know, it is... Part and parcel of, of, of our daily lives. It Sorry. really is. No, no, really, no, it's great. I'm just, I'm just thinking about what you're saying there, David. And, and it is just, as if for a sport which, which most fans are into, yes, we love to see the action in the stages, but, but a lot of us are also into the stats and the figures and the history and the heritage. Yeah. EWRC is the one. A, a little personal story that I have. My, my ex-grandmother-in-law um, was a lady called Lola Grounds. She was the most formidable person that I've ever come across. Four foot ten. <laughs> and she drove factory Jaguar XK120. She did the Mila Miglia, she did the Monte Carlo rally, she did the Round Britain rally, whatever they called that, back in the 50s and 60s. And I thought, nah, EWRC wouldn't have, wouldn't have a profile for Lola Grounds. They have. There's a profile for her, and there's only about two or three entries on it, but there's a profile there 
for Lola. I who just did, looked it up. Sunbeam rapier. Sunbeam. She was in the rapiers. <laughs> so her husband, her husband Frank Grounds, was a car dealer in the, the Midlands of England. He was a Jaguar dealer. He was a Sunbeam dealer. That's mad. Isn't that mad? Right. So if you studied this, then tell me. In 1950, 50, 1955, who was her co-driver in Monte Carlo? Pat Moss. Nancy Mitchell. That's the one. That's the one. Isn't that incredible? And she finished 17th and she was third in European Championship for lady, the ladies. Isn't that That's just mad. incredible that yeah. you can find that information? It's a wonderful thing. So, so folks, you know, we, we're all really excited at, at Dirtfish about the, the breaking news this week. As David and Andrea have both said, you know, there will be from... From a user point of view, from a fan point of view, there really won't be many changes, if any at all. You'll still be able to access all that information. If anything, you know, over the coming months and years, it'll, it'll only get, get better. better. Just Absolutely. get better. But, sorry, Cole. No, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I was just going to move us on. And then I remember so that I. Your, your host... You no, know, I was going to move us on. I was just going to get a final word on EWRC from you, Andrea. Um, a, f a final thought, you know, on the future and, and the importance of EWRC and this partnership. I think you said many things. I just permit myself. We did too much talking. That's what he's saying. No, no, <laughs> too no, many no, words. No, 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 no. I, I not permit. I love to to listen to you for one slide. And um, I just want to say one thing that uh, if uh, any things we can uh, take out of this is that uh, if you want something happen, go for it. It's very wise, and very actually wise. make it happen. Yeah, you know that's what that's what Andrea did for yeah. us. Andrea and Steve, and obviously the guys at EWRC as well, yeah. Thomas at EWRC. So that that's uh, and that's the news that we're all excited about. We're all, it's, a, it's a big week for excitement, David. Some of my favourite rallies in the world. We've obviously discussed a lot rally Portugal, and keep an eye on all our socials, our YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram. We are right now in a beautiful place in Portugal, just looking out over the Douro River. It's a lovely spot, isn't it, Andrea? Yeah. Yep, that's all we're getting out of him. Yep, he's not, he's not a man who's easily impressed. Um, so we won't talk too much more about Portugal other than keep an eye on our socials and our channels. It is going to be exciting. A couple of other rallies happening this weekend. Two of my favourite rallies in all of the world. What I have to say first up, Jordan Rally, round the Middle East Championship. Great to see a decent entry again. Um, now, it's only mid-20s, but you know they've been as low as 10, 11 entries in that rally. One of the great rallies, in my opinion, David. Uh, one of the great rallies of the World Rally Championship, and a crying shame it lost its spot. Absolutely. It was genuinely one of the best, wasn't yeah. it? And you, and you look back to now, whichever... Was it 12 that we went? And, yeah. and it was, what was it, 0.2 of a second oh, between... Ogier and, and Latvala. Yeah, yeah, what a, what a, what a but fight. But a great, you know, Amman was a great place, is a great place, and, and Dead Sea down there... Just incredible. I, the first time you go to these places, uh, it, it's absolutely breathtaking. It's an adventure. It's back to what it takes you to what the World Rally Championship really should should be. And it, for me, it was a, a really interesting event because it was there was some desert, but there was some more conventional European style roads there. No, great place, great rally, and, and sorely missed from WRC. And we wish them all the best with that yep. rally this weekend. They're a great organising team there. But perhaps uh, more relevant to Dirtfish, a little bit closer to home for Dirtfish boys, is, again, maybe my second or third favourite rally in the world, the Oregon Trail Rally, a round of ARA running this week. Um, you know what? Things are building this year in the American Rally Championship. There's some great stories, David, this year, you know, in the, the ARA. It started off in the best possible way, if you're talking about fairy tale wins. Mark Piatkowski in that Subaru taking the win on the first event. Quite an unexpected win, it's fair to say, Cole. Uh, obviously, Brandon Seminook had had a, I think he had a gearbox problem. Uh, and it, it 
uh, yeah, it didn't put it into Piekowski. Is that the right way? I think Don't you've, know. You've, you've had a you do, good You're doing okay. There. You're having a good go at it as yeah. well. I apologise. <laughs> I apologise. Sorry, to Mark. The, yeah. Uh, but, it, yeah, he still had to win it. And yeah. Snowdrift is... It's one of the events I am desperate to go mm. to because you go there in, I don't know, it wasn't superb snow this year, but... It was icy. icy. There's plenty of ice But around. you go there with no studs. Huh? It's remarkable, remarkable event. In and it's a different skill, isn't it, Andrea? When, you know, when we go to Sweden or when we go to, to, to you know, in the Finnish Championship, the Swedish Championship, the snow and ice rallies, studs, it's so grippy. There's so much grip. But to actually say, yeah, you're going to do those rallies without any studs in the tyres. It is such a different approach, such a different skill set, a different mindset that's needed. That's for sure. I remember in the, in the past, you know, in GB rally, that in those days was a REC Lombard rally. <coughs> Sorry, I'm an old kind of guy. <laughs> I remember years, 88 and 93, and maybe lately, where in the morning you had this thin layer of ice, uh, and the snow and the studded uh, tire were not authorized. And I remember very, very nice slides and also some accidents. So uh, it off for these guys in US where uh, really, as you said, is growing and growing, running with this uh, kind of conditions without the studded tires, uh, different tires. Uh, I think uh, something that in the future we have to have a close look at. Yeah, I think that's not a bad shout, not a bad shout. Your round of the world rally championship on snow and ice without studs. Is that what you're suggesting? No. He <laughs> <laughs> completely misinterpreted oh, well. that. Oh, well, I, I got excited but, for a second about that. No, I think, I think that the, the point is, yeah, I, I can see that, that perhaps, you know, we do. But the, the issue with American roads, I think, is that the, they're fearful of the damage that the studs do to the roads. It's the environmental um, damage to the roads. But for me, the, the one that absolutely demonstrated the problem in RAC Rally GB was 96 in Chatsworth where Gwyndaf and I think Robbie Head had those huge accidents on, on terrible ice. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it, it can happen. But More also... Recently, Ogier in 2008, was it 2008, 2009 when he made his debut in the World Rally Car? Yeah. Remember, we lost stages and, and various people and went off. And, and yeah. Maherin, Maherin. yeah. But anyway, let's get back to the ERA. I just went, I had one more little tyre-related story about taking unexpected tyres and, and using them on an event so you, you you wouldn't expect to use studded tyres on the RAC but also do you remember I think it was Indonesia where it rained like hell and I think Subaru took a, a snow tyre in Indonesia and it worked perfectly because it was so narrow wow. it cut straight one of the one of the more traditional bicycle tyre style really narrow wow. snow tyres in, in the mud in in Indonesia. Well, what was, again, if we think more recently on the, the, the World Rally Championship, Rally Ireland, remember when, yeah. uh, on that, that, that snow tyres, and it was the yeah. Proton with uh, Niall, McShane. Niall McShane, and it was a yeah. third or fourth place finish in the, the first couple of stages. It was incredible. Let's Back talk. to Oregon. Back to Oregon, because that's yes. what's happening this weekend. As you say, Semenyuk's in the, the finest of form. Uh, Semenyuk, yeah. for me, uh, he's, he's still relatively new to rallying. He seems to have it. He's got a, a natural instinct, a natural ability to not just drive quickly, taking nothing away from Pastrana. Pastrana is the bravest man in the world, uh, and he's quite flamboyant, but Semenyuk is a different sort of driver. He, he's more of a thinking, if you like, rally driver to me. Um, and he's learning rapidly, David, and he's, he's, to me, developing into a driver that in America will be very difficult to beat with a touch more experience. Don't forget, 
Seminuk comes from a completely different background. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's a downhill mountain biker. Uh, and bikes give you that sort of natural balance, don't they? That if you can do it on a bike, it, it becomes, it's more of a, a, I don't know, a learnable art or something. That it's easy, it comes to you easier when you've got that natural balance in a car. Certainly, he's got it. Having said that, I've ridden a bike and I'm terrible in a car. Yeah, so it doesn't always. Yeah, we've, we've been given a few little snippets about apparently something that was filmed at Dirtfish a little while ago that had escaped from our videographer, but he found it the other night. Someone perhaps having a little spin. Really? Know, yeah. Was yeah. that you? Nope. <laughs> nope, it was me. not me. I was drifting beautifully, and it, you were spinning it, and pirouetting <laughs> like the ballerina that you are. <laughs> it might well have been me. Uh, but no, similar. And you know, this is the thing for me is I am hugely into downhill mountain biking and watching him at events like Hardline and stuff. It's incredible, and, the, and the, the lad is just so brave. You know, if you get a moment, just watch the hardline thing. What would they do in rally cars is mad, but that's on another level. And so I think to come back when you've had that experience and you're not afraid, mm. to jump in a rally car where you're strapped in, you've got four wheels, wheel at each yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. And, and, and looking at your successful drivers over the years, a lot of them have got really high-level experience at other sports, you know, at Mickelson downhill yeah. racing, yeah, Ogier downhill again downhill yeah. skiing, yeah. Uh, um, gymnastics for Loeb. Uh, you know, they, they bring those, those disciplines, they learn, and they transfer those disciplines into the rally car. Um, I was going to make a point there, and it's completely gone from my head. Completely gone, David Evans. I you, no, when you talk about the bravery, mm. the, the bravest man in the whole wide world is... Uh, Travis Pastrana, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the single bravest man, anyone that throws themselves out of an airplane without a, a parachute, without a parachute, is nothing but it's braver, it's stupidity. I think he's brave. But there's, you need to be more than brave is the point I'm making. There's, a, there's an approach that Semenuk has. Maybe it comes from the discipline, yeah. the discipline that comes from downhill biking yes. that gives I, him that ability. Is, would you say, Andrea, that that's fair to say? Am I talking nonsense? No, it's not really nonsense, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me say, jump yourself out of a plane without parachute, uh, it's a bit uh, playing with the gift of the life that we have. Well, you know, sometimes uh, one... F uh, it's maybe out of this podcast, but, you know, there are people fighting for life and you play with your life like this. Uh, but I don't know, maybe it's a, a bit wider speech about that but uh, when you said before it's true i know also from the past many italian drivers that are winning that were winning a lot that they came from downhill ski and i think this is also something about the lines uh, mm. the 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 way you manage yourself with speed no because uh, sometimes when you are going too fast you get scared of yourself when i'm uh, uh, riding uh, the bike downhill and it's going fast i get scared you know so you know uh, and I'm no one, of course, but just uh, instead, these, these ones are used to the speed, and um, it's like this. And uh, for example, for, uh, uh, for Seb, I think that when you do this uh, gymnic thing, uh, you will need to have a big coordination about uh, the space you have around, uh, the, the balance of yourself, and I think when you slide the car and uh, you are really on the limit of the grip, uh, to have a clear mind of what is going on, a self-balanced mind, I think it helps a lot. Mm, certainly does. For, for me, discipline is the big thing, though. I think I think discipline is, is is sadly lacking in quite a number of young drivers, and there's some good examples out there just now. Discipline, learning discipline is so important. Uh, and that, I think, and but anyway, uh, go so ahead. That, well, that discipline has, has has carried Simonuk to the top of the, yeah. the the table at the minute. He holds a 
37, 15-point uh, lead over <laughs> Travis Pastrana. So, Travis is on 22 points. To so, work. Seven Oaks 52 and oh. Pastrana's 37. Well done. Good. I've done, Good. yeah, I've done yeah, that's well, correct. quite well. Uh, so, so, yeah, uh, Oregon, it starts, obviously, it's based at Portland International Raceway with two stages uh, on the circuit on Friday evening. Long ones as well, 6.38. It's a cracking, I have to say. Yeah. I, I, I'm very lucky in that I've been to the Oregon Trail and... Uh, the Portland International Raceway is one of my favourite opening stages because it's it's a proper stage. You know, you, you you've got the spectator areas, but then the link roads a bit, a bit similar in some ways to I suppose Monza. You've got the yeah. link roads in and around the circuit um, that are proper challenging mm. stages. And we've seen I've seen I think uh, Block a few years ago had a problem on the opening stage there. But it's great for the spectators. It's more or less in the in the heart. Of Portland, it's only a few k's outside the city centre. Great, great spectator facilities and a great atmosphere there. It's and a lovely two way full it days, yeah, a very distinctly days different days as well, David. Where was the first day based? The first day is uh, Goldendale. Yeah. Second day in Doofa Park. Doofa. The, the Doofa stages for me are the, the the not so exciting stages. They look great when the cars are in them. They're very very fast, very very fast. They go across a high plane. Um, and, and quite a few chicanes to slow things down, but always look spectacular. You get that wonderful jump where you've got the mountain, that Mount, uh, uh, Mount Olympus, I think it is, in the background, isn't it? Mount um, Oregon Trails Rally. That's the one that's in the background. But then the second day, or the first day, sorry, then, is, is, is quite different. Proper testing roads. It's a great rally, great people huge, that run it. A huge part of the rally this, this, this weekend, uh, and something to look out for from Mason Runkle, our... Uh, our writer uh, in, in, in America is the tarmac element. Mm. Much more of a, of a tarmac part. Look out next week where we're going to be talking to people like Kyle Tilley who, who spend a lot more time on tarmac. It's not something that you see very often uh, in, in American rallying. It's, it's not a big part of the, the culture out there. So it'll be really interesting to see how the boys and the girls can kind of switch uh, and actually start to, to, to compete on those stages. Final stage of the rally, you've got one chance. Can you remember it? It's a, just the, probably the funniest name for a... It's not actually that funny, but it's quite cool. Go on, tell me. Cowabunga. Cowabunga! <laughs> the 19-mile Cowabunga stage. Wow, it's a big stage. That's 33 kilometres or so, isn't it? That's, that's well, a I good... shortened it for this year. It was only 19. Kilometres <laughs> or miles? Kilometres. Well, you, you said 19 sorry. miles. Sorry. You meant 19 sorry, kilometres. Sorry, 12 sorry. miles. Sorry. 12 miles. We should also mention as well... Um, Quite a few people from Dirtfish, not quite as many as we had uh, alumni and staff members from um, Dirtfish competing in Olympus last month, was it last month? Uh, but this, this time in Oregon, uh, we've got a brilliant instructor, Michelle Miller, co-driving for, for Lucy Block. Uh, and we have also got Eric Show Eric, I'm so terribly sorry, I always struggle with your surname, Schofauser, uh and Kendra Co-driving, stop laughing. Eric and Kendra, just two of the nicest people. Don't put your thumb up like that when you're laughing because you can't speak. That's just rude. Eric and Kendra, the best of luck. Their first event together. Their wow. first event competing. Their this is, first event. It's isn't huge. this the great thing about Dirtfish? It will yeah. be really interesting. Obviously, a lot of our instructors, and it shows you the quality of the instructors we have at Dirtfish. A lot of them are, are competing. Um, a lot of them are, are competing... New competitors as well, which is great. They've yeah. gone from instructing to competing. Uh, but the alumni, as you say, would be great. It'd be great to, to keep a track on who's been to the, the rally school. They've done their two or three-day courses, and then they take it that bit further and, and, and do the rallies but there themselves. Are, there, there's so many people in yeah. there. You know, we've yeah. talked a lot with Nate, yeah. uh, Nate Tennis, our, our lead instructor. 
Nights out there in a Volvo and a Saab. And he's a huge Swedish car fan. It's, he's a Saab fan more than a Volvo fan. But totally. Yeah. But the, yeah. there are so many. So yeah, Eric, like Kendra, go well. Yeah, uh, go well. Have a good weekend. And obviously Michelle as well. And yeah, it's it's going to be a great yeah. weekend. And to all our friends who uh, spend a huge amount of time organising that rally, and it is one of the very best organised We should mention rallies. Robert. Robert, you know, Bob, uh, Bob, our friend, Irish Bob, is... Um, Robert Omani? Mahoney. <laughs> Robert and, and to, to all of the team out there there are some really lovely people that spend a huge amount of time organising these events the best of luck it is a wonderful event so uh, gentlemen uh, on what is a big big week for Dirtfish big week for EWRC how uh, long has this gone on for? Uh, too long we we 10 minute podcast minutes. 10 minute podcast uh, Obviously, Andrea, it is just wonderful always to get your thoughts. And you'll be with us all weekend in Portugal, so we'll see a little bit more of you on our videos and our podcast. Yes, because uh, last thing, then I don't want to make it too long. Uh, I'm happy to be here because uh, we spoke before about uh, doing things more than uh, right things. And uh, I will always be all my lifelong uh, uh, thankful to two persons that instead to write messages took their car came to see me the very first day that i was able to meet people and uh, this i will never forget oh he's a good man andrea damo you really are and, and i have to say you know he it, didn't say it, they that, were. he didn't say it was <laughs> um but you know what we, we are privileged at dirtfish to have andrea as a friend and we do call him a very dear friend but Andrea Damo has one of the greatest brains in the world of rallying. He has more knowledge than practically anyone else. And, you know, uh, to, to have the ability here at Dirtfish to, to tap into that, Andrea, to get your views, to get your opinions, to, to hear your stories, we are enormously grateful for. Enormously grateful. As well as, well as that, I think the thing with Andrea... And he's not charging us anything. We're <laughs> <laughs> grateful for that. I don't think he is. <laughs> we'll wait for the invoice. Um, that's a funny look. Don't look like that. I have stuff up there. <laughs> but the thing is that people like Andrea, you think on a different level. You know, yeah. Colin and I are... We're quite good talkers. We do a bit of typing between us, but yeah. ultimately we are numpties. Yeah, compared well, no, to we're, with, we're, with no, we're not numpties, David. No, we're no, fans. No. We're fans. We are. Yeah, but yeah. we don't have that ability to think strategically. Absolutely. And already, just the conversations in the car about running order and yeah. stuff—it's—it's yeah. it's a completely different perspective. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to bring to you. Uh, in the next few days. Yeah, so look out for that. Look out for our, our reviews, our previews. Andrea will feature in those. David and myself will feature as well. Uh, listen, folks, again, uh, it's, been a, it's been a bit of a podcast fest from, from us at Dirtfish this week. Uh, regular Dirtfish podcasts out every Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe to those. But David Evans, uh, enjoy Portugal. And we'll talk to you later on over the course of the week. Thank you very much. Thanks, Colin. And Andrea Adamo. Yeah, and go and do a bit of homework on those surnames, David. You let yourself down badly on those, Andrea Adamo. Well, before, let's let you you have a go at Eric's surname. I've got... You put it in front of me and I'll read it, which is what you were trying to do. No, 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 I wasn't. You know, I, so, hang on a sec. Right, I have an email from You Eric. know how good I am at language. Okay. I, I can't believe right. you're having... I can't believe he's making me do this. I mean, it was... Um, Eric, really wonderful. Eric Schofhauser, how could you That's get that wrong? Schofhauser, Eric Schofhauser. Um, Andrea, thank you very much for joining us today. We'll speak to you later on. Thank you to you. So thank you all very much for joining us once again on Spin the Rally Pod. Mm-hmm.